Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I wouldn't say she was asking for it. Clearly, it seems that it's the love here is one-sided. I don't think the best friend hasn't reciprocated back. It's not that they're cheating together. It's that this woman's partner decided to fall in love with someone else. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen in the big set you didn't ask for, but need a welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hi, besties, and welcome to a brand new episode of Almost Adulting, the largest self-love podcast and movement, your number one destination for personal growth, and transformation. I'm your big sister, Violetta. Before we get started, this is your reminder to hit the subscribe button, whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or you're currently watching this episode on YouTube. That is correct. Almost Adulting is now on YouTube. So go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel to watch these episodes in video form. And obviously on whatever platform you're on, please go ahead and hit the subscribe and notification button so you never miss an episode again. This month, we are all about manifesting self-love and I'm giving you a bunch of solo episodes, but today is a Tuesday. So today we are back with another Confession Corner episode. And this month, like I said, it is all about Reddit confessions, where I find the most what the fuck Reddit stories and share with you guys to get your thoughts and opinions on it. So let's get started with the first one that I found. And I asked on Reddit, basically, what is the most insane twist in a criminal case in history? And I was hoping that someone would share something insane. So here is something someone shared. What is the most insane twist in a criminal case in history? Murder or suicide? At the 1994 annual awards dinner given for forensic science, Off's president Dr. Don Harper Mills astounded his audience with the legal complications of a bizarre death. Here is the story, a medical examiner viewed the body of Ronald Opus and concluded that he passed from a shotgun wound to the head. Mr. Opus had jumped from the top of a 10-story building intending to end himself. He left a note to the effect indicating his decision. As he fell past the 9th floor his life was interrupted by a shotgun blast passing through a window, which unalived him instantly. Neither the shooter nor the deceased was aware that a safety net had been installed just below the 8th floor level to protect some building workers and that Ronald Opus would not have been able to complete his jump the way he had planned. Ordinarily, Dr. Mills continued, a person who sets out to unalive themselves and ultimately succeeds, even though the mechanism might not be what he intended, is still defined as unaliving themselves. Because Mr. Opus was shot on the way to certain death, but probably would not have been successful because of the safety net caused the medical examiner to feel that he had a homicide on his hands. The room on the ninth floor, where the shotgun blast emanated, was occupied by an elderly man and his wife, they were arguing vigorously and he was threatening her with a shotgun. The man was so upset that when he pulled the trigger he completely missed his wife and the pellets went through the window striking Mr. Opus. When confronted with the murder charge the old man and his wife were both adamant that they thought the shotgun was unloaded. The old man said it was a long-standing habit to threaten his wife with it unloaded. He had no intention to murder her. 
Therefore the killing of Mr. Opus would be an accident, that is if the gun had been accidentally loaded. The continuing investigation turned up a witness who saw the old couple's son loading the shotgun about six weeks prior to the fatal accident. It transpired that the old lady had cut off her son's financial support and the son, knowing the propensity of his father to use the shotgun threateningly, loaded the gun with the expectation that his father would unalive his mother. Since the loader of the gun was aware of this, he was guilty of the shot even though he didn't actually pull the trigger. The case now becomes one of murder on the part of the son for the death of Ronald Opus. Now comes the exquisite twist. Further investigation revealed that the son was, in fact, Ronald Opus. He had become increasingly despondent over the failure of his attempt to engineer his mother's murder. This led him to jump off the 10-story building, only to be killed by a shotgun blast passing through the 9-story window. The son had actually murdered himself so the medical examiner closed the case as a suicide. What? That was so many twists, okay. So something with the son, he wasn't doing well financially and I think the mother, okay, first of all, if you are constantly having fights with one of the partners, one of you two is constantly threatening to hurt you physically, maybe it's time to leave. It's, it, sounds, it sounds toxic. It's not like, oh, you know, that's Greg just being Greg, threatening me with a gun. Don't worry, it's, he doesn't mean it. No, I mean, come on. But okay, so it seems like the son, whatever his name was, Opius, Op what I forget, he was already doing badly financially and then he was in on it. The mother decides to sacrifice herself probably because she has life insurance or something. So she loaded the gun behind the dad's back to sacrifice herself in order probably for the son to get life insurance. And then the dad would go to jail. So let's just say facts here. The son did not care for the dad. The son rather get money. The son did not give a shit about both of his parents because he knew his dad would get sent to jail and his mom would die. Last minute, he realized that he regrets loading the gun and helping his mother about to die. So instead of stopping it or telling his dad that the gun's actually loaded, he decides to just end his life by committing suicide. And when he commits suicide, clearly still living with his parents, as he's dropping down, the universe is a funny little thing. And I guess somehow... God God is like, not today. We are not committing <laughs> tax fraud or whatever. So then the dad decides to shoot the mother according to plan, realizes the bullet in the gun, accidentally misses it, that then accidentally shot towards uh, like a window bulletproof something, which shoots towards the son as he's doing his best to commit suicide. So now they're out of a son. But you know what? On the positive side, they no longer have to support their son with his financial issues. So if you're looking at the, the glass half full, <laughs> maybe hopefully this, they will finally now divorce because they don't have to support their son anymore. So there's no reason to stay together. So, you know, kind of worked out. <laughs> totally kidding, obviously. That was the twistiest, most shocking thing ever. Okay, this one is bombastic side eye. You're not going to love it. But you're going to love listening to it. My wife and I have been married for five years, but our relationship began when I was 23 and she was 13. So clearly this is in Ohio or Alabama. <laughs> My wife, now 27, and I, 37, have been married happily for about five years, but our relationship began when she was 13 and I was 23. We are still deeply in love with each other and we don't regret the past. 
Once I graduated from university, I immediately moved overseas to complete my master's and also found a small teaching position at one of the more competitive middle schools in the city where I was studying. I taught English initially and eventually history once I had learned the language well enough, I also tutored on the side so I could have some travel money. For the sake of anonymity I'll call my wife Lily. During the winter of my first year teaching, she transferred to my English class. Admittedly, she was an adorable kid at the time, yet my feelings for her were limited to the admiration a teacher naturally has for their students. One day towards the end of the school year, Lily and her mother came and found me after school to ask if I could tutor Lily privately. As I needed the money and Lily was so fun to teach, I accepted and we began classes that summer. Over the next year I seemed to become a part of the family, besides simply tutoring Lily, they would invite me out to dinners, short outings around the city, and so on. At first it was overwhelming and I tried to politely decline their invitations as it seemed to surpass what would be appropriate under most circumstances, but they were relentless. Her parents' trust in me became almost absolute. He's basically like, it's the parents' fault for trusting me so much and putting me in these situations. I love when men just say things like that. I mean, it's not my fault. You keep putting me in the situation. How do you expect me not to have urges with a student that's a kid? <laughs> Come on. I mean, it's not my fault she's developing. I mean, put a bag over her. How can you expect me to resist when she, her breasts are growing? Like, no. And of course, this is a foreign country. It's probably like Croatia or something. So sorry about my Ohio comment in Alabama. I apologize to my Americans. I must have been charismatic at that age, because I made no conscious effort to appease them. They would occasionally be absent during our lessons, so Lily and I spent a fair amount of time alone. We would mostly stick to the material I prepared, but sometimes we would both get bored with it and talk casually. Naturally, we became close and comfortable with one another. Months went by and I started feeling a strong connection with her. We bonded over many things, paintings, music, novels and attitudes towards life. Her entire outlook was well beyond her age. Oh. At first, I told myself it was a sort of elderly brother's care that I was feeling or a fatherly instinct, but I was clearly in denial that I could be attracted to someone so young. One evening, we got on the topic of cooking and it turned out she had never learned to cook anything before. So, well, because she's 13, I thought it would be a great opportunity to teach her vocabulary for a new setting. We went into the kitchen and I taught her to make scrambled eggs. She was doing a poor job of stirring so I tried to take the spatula away from her, but she insisted on doing it herself, so I stood behind her and guided her hand in the proper motion. Then, spatula still in hand. I'm sorry, no one has ever taught me how to cook by standing behind me. When my mother has been teaching me cooking, my mom was not standing behind me, <laughs> breathing in my ear while holding her hand over mine to figure out how to do eggs, how to make eggs. But, you know, men will turn anything into a romantic novel. And for no reason other than that we were particularly close to each other, she turned around in my arms and kissed me deeply. I was too shocked to do anything and just accepted it. We stood like that for a few more seconds, kissing slowly, then I came to and pulled away. She immediately began apologizing as apparently I had a very concerned look on my face. I remember saying some nonsense about student-teacher relationships and that I was too old for her, or she would meet someone her own age soon, but to my surprise I had enjoyed it very much despite simultaneously feeling very guilty about the whole thing. I told myself I should have kept our relationship more professional, but looking back, I don't think anyone can really say there was anything unhealthy about it. What? Going against my instincts, I brought myself to acknowledge my feelings for her. At our next lesson I told her that I was in fact attracted to her and willing to see if we could get away with it. At the same time, I remember considering why society looks down on the whole thing and I agreed with that concerning principle. Someone of that age is too easy to manipulate and can often be too scared to speak up when they feel uncomfortable. I didn't want to harm her and knew that in having a relationship with her, the risk was high. So I told her that she had complete power over where things went. If at any moment she wanted out, all she had to do was tell me. Now, let me say that before her, almost all of my previous relationships had been with older women and I had never been attracted to anyone underage before, needless to say a middle school girl. I know that when I fell in love with her it wasn't just some perverted fetish, I really adored her for who she was. The lessons continued as before, but after a while we would take advantage of the time alone to fool around a bit. She went on to high school, then once she was in college we started openly dating. 
Finally, we married soon after she had finished university. Since then, we have both been successful in our careers, I am a professor and she's currently getting her doctorate. There are only a few people in our social circle who know our relationship started that early and to my surprise, most of them haven't anything negative to say about it, but at the same time, I know that if most people knew about it, we, and I especially, would be looked down upon. I don't feel guilty, but I am bothered that we have to lie or feel embarrassed about our history because really, we both find it very romantic. I would never encourage people to actively seek these kinds of relationships and I think pedophilia is a serious mental illness, anyone who intentionally preys on children should be apprehended, but in cases like ours, people need to be reminded that there are grey areas out there, and what our judgment comes down to should ultimately be the way people treat each other. I really want to know what people think about a relationship like ours, whether you want to criticize or support us, please explain why you feel the way you do and what moral framework you are coming from. I am also willing to answer serious questions. Thank you for reading. Okay, this is giving me the same vibes as if someone would be like, yeah, she was passed out when we had sex, but, you know, we both wanted it. And obviously I'm so against rape. Like anyone that rapes a woman is disgusting and should go to jail. But obviously my situation is different because she said she was interested in me and she wanted to have sex. So I didn't realize she was passed out only until after I came. That's what is kind of giving me the same vibe. Clearly, if you don't care what other people think, why do you need to know other people's opinions? It's giving me looking for validation because you know deep down that it's weird. That is pedophilia. I'm sorry, but the parents, the parents leave children sometimes. I mean, if you can't trust even the teachers at your school or the workers who are supposed to take care of your children, who can you really trust at this point? It's like if you hired a babysitter and then the babysitter ended up either stealing from you or having sex with your kid. It's not supposed to happen, you know? They're supposed to be the adults here. I doubt that the parents were leaving you two alone because they were like, well, you never know. Maybe, maybe my baby found her match. It's probably this 23-year-old while my baby's in middle school still developing her boobies. Yep, that's probably, no. They were like, okay, yeah, tutor her and then go home. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There's nothing romantic about falling in love with someone in middle school when you're supposed to be their teacher. There's nothing romantic about being the adult, knowing where you're supposed to do the right thing. Whether or not you somehow find someone attractive doesn't mean you have to act on your instincts. Because if we all acted on our instincts, there would be a lot of murder happening and a lot more theft and a lot more rape. But yeah, I'm disgusted. I mean, especially because I have nieces, that is, what a scary concept that you can't really even trust anyone. The people that are supposed to keep you safe are the ones who end up taking advantage. But it does show, research shows it's usually the people 
that are always around and you trust the most are usually the ones who end up molesting your child. So I am curious to see if eventually this young lady realizes what she went through and she ends up leaving this person realizes that she's been groomed her whole life because how would she know any better if she met this man when she was 13 wow that was really depressing i'm i'm very yeah that was very depressing i did not see that coming okay let's go with another one my pick me ass best friend who ruined my marriage so tell me why working through issues this effort and i decide we need to lay everything out on the table i ask about you because even though we haven't talked in months that shit wasn't sitting right in my spirit. Call me a witch or something, but I effing knew what I knew. I asked him if there was something going on with y'all and he goes, I never touched her. And we don't talk or message. I only see her when she comes over, but she's in my heart and your heart. You have feelings for her like a crush or more than that? More, I think I might've loved her bitch when I tell you I had the air sucked out of my body. That much though? I asked him if every time he would suggest you guys come over, was that for him to get his fix to see you? And this mofo said, I would tell you to have them over when you were down because I know you love having your friends around and they make you laugh and smile. But I can honestly say I had you message them to come over once so I could see her. I missed her insert my immediate sobs. I got the F up and went outside on a walk because I felt like I was going to have a panic attack and throw up. I didn't believe him when he said he loved you past tense. So when I got back, of course, he's on my ass trying to smother the F out of me, even though I kept telling him to leave me the F alone. And he's trying to hold me wanting to apologize and I keep saying okay but you're in love with her, present tense. Till he eventually started changing the wording and stopped saying loved and using love. He said believe me I hate that she's in there, I hate it, I hate her for getting in there, I don't know how it happened, I'm sorry I heaved and heaved and heaved, but nothing came up, I was that sick to my stomach. I have been with his ass since we were 16. You know all the bullshit we've had to overcome, you know what hell we went through with my in-laws at the beginning of my marriage. You and the girls were there to help put me back together. Look, I don't know if you have feelings for him too or if you just use him to get your fix at feeling desired and feeling wanted because you're too much of a coward to find an available man to get that from. I don't know if you're jealous that I'm not as pretty as you and yet I have a long-time partner, supposed to be 13 years next month, married, children, and own my own house all before 30, and you're as beautiful as you are, haven't been in a serious relationship since high school, 30 years old with no kids, still living at home with your parents. I almost hope you have feelings for him, that it came out of nowhere and that it was an accidental and never meant to happen and that it wasn't the latter of you hating my life and what I have built so you could try to see if you could mess it up. Either way, I'm done with you. Maybe I might be willing to work on things with him, maybe, because sometimes couples are able to get over infidelity, him falling in love with someone else is absolutely an infidelity to our vows. You on the other hand, you were my best friend for the last 27 years of my life. How could you? You had my love, you had my confidence, you had my support. Only for me to look back and see that you were nothing but a snake in my garden. You will forever be one of the biggest, harshest, life-shattering heartbreaks I will ever have. Bye. I'm going to try my best to not wish this karma on you, but F man. I effing hate you. I can see her perspective, of course, but I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I would love to hear your opinion on this, I feel that the best friend is not the problem. Yes, Maybe she was getting undressed, I guess, in front of her friend's partner or her boobs were out, aka in her top, whatever it was she was wearing. But I wouldn't say she was asking for it. Clearly, it seems that it's the love here is one sided. I don't think the best friend hasn't reciprocated back. It's not that they're cheating together. It's that 
this woman's partner decided to fall in love with someone else. So no offense, if it wasn't her best friend, it would have been someone else. And this woman is directing her anger at the wrong person. Like, yes, it's uncomfortable because it's her best friend, but guess what? You're going to make this marriage work. And a couple of years from now, he's going to fall in love with his coworker or your dog walker or your babysitter, because clearly something is missing in your partnership. And instead of him wanting to try to make it work, he's just sitting there having fantasies over other people. And you're sitting there blaming everyone else around you and pushing everyone else around versus taking a look at your marriage. You two met when you were 16. Guess what? When you're 16, you end up changing as people throughout your teenage life and throughout most of your 20s. Mainly first is the first five years of your 20s from 20 to 25. Every year you become a completely different person. Then from 25 to 30 is when you fully mature and you really figure out who you are. I can't remember anymore how old these two people are, but I can see where she's coming from. She should have just stopped being friends with her friend forever ago if her friend kept being quote unquote a drunk or someone to take care of or she felt uncomfortable having a single friend around while they were all married but to put her friend down being like why are you jealous of me because you're prettier than me yeah you're still alone and you live with your parents girl that's not gonna make your man love you anymore he doesn't love you he loves you less so he fell in love with a new toy it's not her fault he fell in love with her if it wasn't her, it would have been someone else. And that's the truth. And I think we love to sit there and to blame everyone else. But at the end of the day, your relationship is with your partner. And I think she's hurt by both. And I understand her pain. But I think she should direct all that energy and the pain towards her partner. The promise to love her through thick and thin and forever. And... Now, instead of dealing with their issues, he fell in love with her friend who's not even her friend is literally at home on the toilet or like just watching Too Hot to Handle, some other reality TV, Too Hot to Handle Germany on Netflix right now. While this girl went on Reddit and wrote all this hate stuff like, oh, my God, karma's going to get you. You're pathetic. You're just jealous of me because you're prettier than me. <laughs> and her friend literally has no idea that the husband is in love with her and yet she has no idea that the girl's not even talking to her because she doesn't give a shit okay so go to marriage counseling and figure it out I don't know I would love to know what you guys think I'm personally I'm not on the side of this woman I'm on the side of therapy so you guys tell me if you think the best friend was in the wrong I would love to hear it either in the podcast reviews or in the dms or something like that but this was a very uh juicy story okay somebody on reddit asked parents with nanny cams what did you catch your babysitter doing my grandpa was staying with my parents but they figured it best to hire the regular sitter to watch my younger siblings overnight since they didn't think my grandpa was up to the task and they were attending a wedding a couple hours away and made plans to spend the night in a hotel nearby they had set up a nanny cam in a couple room my siblings bedroom the master bedroom living room and kitchen all motion activated they normally wouldn't bother looking through the footage if everything seemed fine upon returning home and their master bedroom cam had never been triggered before. When they returned they noticed that the cam in the master bedroom had been triggered so they decided to take a look. Cut to footage of my grandpa and the sitter both naked aggressively making out from the entrance of the room staggering while intertwined towards the bed and then about 20 minutes of banging on my parents' bed. The sitter was about 20 years old and my grandpa was around 70 at the time. My dad called me immediately after he saw the footage laughing his ass off, and I could hear my mom crying in the background completely mortified from what she had just witnessed and shouting at my dad to throw out the sheets and kick out grandpa. 
My mom called the sitter to confront her and she just apologized and said there was connection or some shit to that matter. When she asked my grandpa what he was thinking he just said at my age you must seize every opportunity. I wish there was audio for the build-up, I lay awake at night sometimes just wondering what kind of game my grandpa was talking to get in that sitter's pants. Um, okay, I did not see that coming. <laughs> okay, I need to know. Did the seven-year-old grandpa just have Viagra in his pocket, you know, just in case for this moment to happen that a 20-year-old babysitter might decide to bang? B, didn't he know there were cameras, so he just genuinely did not care? C, the dad and the grandpa were just laughing about it. They didn't give a shit while the women were just crying. D, I do understand where the grandpa's coming from. I feel like an asshole saying this, but I guess if I were a grandpa, I get it. You know, 20 year old wanted to bang him and he's like, okay, is today my lucky day? If I die, at least I die being inside of a 20 year old lady. <laughs> So the grandpa was still home. He was staying with the family. They were like, grandpa's too old to take care of our kids. They literally accidentally did a little setup with the grandpa. I'm going to go ahead and assume he's rich. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they really did have an emotional connection. A 20 and 70 year old, they found something in common. Like the fact that they both sometimes shit themselves when they sleep. Maybe that's what they had in common. I don't know. But okay, so they hired a babysitter. I would love to kind of, yeah, I think I'm in the same page where I actually genuinely want to know what did the grandpa say They got them both naked with the lights on because the camera was triggered and obviously they could see the action happening, which means there was some light in there. So the grandpa in his 70s, fully naked, standing with all he has to offer with his little nuts in front of a 20-year-old but I guess men will be men. Men, research just show that men believe they're better looking than they really are. And research shows that women believe they're less good looking than they really are. Just funny research. But anyway, he got naked. Somehow they weren't even banging yet. They were just making out fully nude. I think he said either, I have this condition where if I don't have sex right now, I will die. So either that, she felt sorry for him. Or he said, I just won the lottery. <laughs> Will you have sex with me and I will share the money with you? I don't know. One of those two. Or, I don't know. And then about 20 minutes of banging on my parents' bed. No, did he bring Viagra with him? How did he... I've dated men in their 20s who can last 20 minutes. You're telling me the grandpa lasted for 20 minutes? I mean, show the footage or it didn't happen. Am I right? <laughs> the sitter was about 20 years old and my grandpa was around 70 at the time. My dad called me immediately after he saw the footage laughing his ass off, and I could hear my mom crying in the background completely mortified from what she had just witnessed and shouting at my dad to throw out the sheets and kick out grandpa. My mom called the sitter to confront her and she just apologized and said there was connection or some shit to that matter. When she asked my grandpa what he was thinking he just said at my age you must seize every opportunity. The grandma called the 20 year old sitter to confront her? What did you think was going to happen? Confront the grandpa, you've been with the dude for, I don't know, 50 years. What is with these women confronting the other women as if they owe something to them? I don't, I don't get that part. That is insane. Also, when did the daughter stop watching the video of her dad fucking a 20-year-old sitter? I would be crying too if I had to watch my dad have sex. I would, I would have therapy for the rest of my life. I wish there was audio for the buildup. I lay awake at night sometimes just wondering what kind of game my grandpa was talking to get in that sitter's pants. I think we all want to know. 
what kind of game, what kind of sentence your grandpa said in order to get in the sitter's pants. I mean, I'm curious if they're still dating. That is one reality show I would watch. I'm kidding. No, I wouldn't. That's weird. All right. That is all for today's confession corner of Reddit. Let me know if you enjoyed it or not. DM me if you have any crazy stories and you want to be featured on next confession corner and again don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on apple Podcasts, on spotify and on youtube correct we are on youtube on almost adulting love you besties and have a beautiful rest of the week bye